You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful, hot and humid Orlando, Florida, and glad today to have on the line again, Matt McAfee. We had we had Matt on uh, a few episodes back. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. Got Matt on again, and I just thought it would be valuable to bring him back on to answer a question that I've been asked by many people before, and I just thought that, that Matt had some thoughts that you know, he could articulate this the answer to this question better than I could, and so wanted wanted him to share. Matt, how you doing today, brother? Kenny, if I was doing any better, there'd be two of me. <laughs> nice. That's that's even better than the Dave Ramsey better than I deserve. You know, like <laughs> everyone's got like their fun little how they respond. So, well, Matt, welcome back to the show. Uh, I've had a question asked of me uh, multiple times over the years. And our last conversation about the Holy Spirit kind of just made me think of this. So I wanted to pose the question to you. Uh, we talked last time about the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, the whole, we talked about speaking in tongues uh, quite a bit. And you talked a little bit about healing and prophecy. And so if, if someone is not familiar with those, they can go back and listen to those episodes. And so we, you started to talk in, in our last conversation off air you started to talk a little bit about kind of the importance of the fruit of the Spirit. You know, we, we don't believe that speaking in tongues or the gifts of the Spirit is the evidence of your salvation, right. but rather the, the fruit of the Spirit. I wanted to ask you, why do we even have the Holy Spirit in our life? What's the overarching reason for the Holy Spirit? And secondly, why do people sometimes get their eyes off of the right thing and onto the secondary things that are not as important? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I... It's a great question. The, the overall overarching goal of the Holy Spirit is to do one thing, tell people about Jesus. So we believe in the Trinity, right? So we believe God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And so when people say we can't talk about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit's too weird or let's keep the Holy Spirit out, it's like, so you want to you dissect a part of God and kind of put him in the back corner? That's not cool. So because we need the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to us, um, and I think we talked about this last episode, but you're specifically about the fruit of the spirit because you're so right. Jesus said that they will know your disciple. You, they will know that you are my disciples for your love of one another. And so it's interesting that we talk about uh, Jesus looks at the fruit tree or the fig tree and it wasn't producing fruit. And it's like, just as you don't produce fruit, you also be cursed and put into the lake of fire. So fruit is absolutely the the number one standard of which we judge the Christian life. Obviously, the first and foremost goal of the Holy Spirit is to reveal Jesus to people. People need to know Jesus as the Lord and Savior. The second goal this, uh, in priority is to build fruit in the, in, the, in the Christian's life. And so we know the fruit of the Spirit to be love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if you're anything like me, I suck at like nine out of nine of those things, you know? It's really interesting because... You have the you have the in the book of First Corinthians, Paul is correcting the Corinthian believers about how to use gifts in the church, right? So he has a First Corinthians twelve. He's talking about some of the ways that they're misusing tongues and prophecy and so on and so forth. And then the bottom of First Corinthians twelve it says this, and let me show you a more excellent way. And he leads into First Corinthians thirteen. Love is patient. Love is kind of. I have 
if I have the, if I can speak in the tongue of men and angels, but I have not love, I'm just a clashing gong and a clinging symbol. If I can have prophecy and understand all mysteries, I, I'm nothing. And so what Paul is saying here is that there is something more important in our lives than the gifts of the Spirit. There's something more important, and that is the fruit of the Spirit, namely love. But from love come all the other gifts of the Spirit, or all the other fruit of the Spirit, because you have uh, love is patient. So you have patience. Love is kind, kindness. It gets goes on and on and on. And so the fruit of the Spirit absolutely has to be the overarching goal of which we can judge the Christian life. That's the only one. If we judge people, for I'll give you an example. I don't know why this is, but there are people who operate in powerful, powerful ministries but have zero character. I have no idea why that is. Yeah. They can see the dead raised. They can heal the sick, but they have zero character. And I don't know why that is. But for me, it's not just good enough to have the gifts of the Spirit, but to have the character of the Spirit. And to have the character of the Spirit, I guess I'll say this. Only those with the fruit of the Spirit can truly be trusted with the gifts of the Spirit. Come on. And that's so powerful for us today because we as Pentecostals, we focus so much. And I'll give you this one. We focus so much on the gifts. But this is what, this is what Jesus tells the Pharisees. The Pharisees came, came to him asking for a sign. And he goes, listen, listen, listen. The wicked ask for signs and wonders. But then later in, in, the book of, in the book of Mark, he says, these signs shall follow those who believe. So we often get distracted by looking for the signs. We often get distracted by looking for the gifts. But if we just keep following Jesus, the signs, the gifts, everything else will follow us. That's really, really good thoughts. Matt, I, it's a real simple idea, um, but I, I know I've been guilty of it in my life, you know, looking for a sign um, and, and ultimately the the fruit of the Spirit is the thing that will grow in my life when I'm following and trusting in Christ wholeheartedly. That, that, that will just begin to be the, the evidence of my life. Man, I love what you said. Um, those, who, uh, those who demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit are the ones that truly can be trusted with the gifts of the Spirit. And, and I, I think that's a really great thought. So if you're listening to this, I'd challenge you to just meditate on that thought um, from, from Matt and really begin to ask the Holy Spirit, not for his gifts, but ask him to work in your life to develop his fruit and let him figure out the gift part. Um, you, you focus on consulting him and let him determine what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. And there you have it, my interview with Matt McAfee. Uh, loved talking with him. That's the second time we've had him on the show and no doubt I am intending uh, on having him back again. Uh, I feel like Matt's articulation uh, in a lot of ways, is, is just really, uh, really well thought through. I think he's consistent. Um, him and I may not see eye to eye perfectly, you know, on our understanding of the Holy Spirit or how the Holy Spirit operates. Uh, but I will tell you, I respect Matt's uh, perspectives quite a bit. I think in this episode, he said some incredibly wise things, really pointing out that the gifts of the Spirit are not the evidence of salvation, but it's the fruit of the Spirit. Um, you know, we should not be seeking gifts of the Spirit nearly as much as we seek the fruit of the Spirit. We should be seeking to cultivate a friendship with the Holy Spirit and allowing His power to be evident in our lives and transform us in such a way that the fruit of the Spirit will be will be you know abounding in our lives. And there's no doubt that if that's the case, 
then the, the gifts of the Spirit will take care of themselves. The, the Holy Spirit will divvy those out and will we'll bring those into, their, into our lives as He sees fit to accomplish His desires. Uh, but, but our main desire ought to be to allow Him to work in our lives so that the fruit of the Spirit will be abundant and that ultimately the Holy Spirit can use us to point people to Jesus. I, I thought, Matt, that a fantastic job of making it clear. The role of the Holy Spirit primarily is to point people to Jesus, to glorify the name of Jesus. And our goal in cultivating a friendship with the Holy Spirit ought to be allowing the Holy Spirit to transform us so that we too can be instruments used by God to glorify the name of Jesus so that the Holy Spirit will work in us so that we can be pointing people to Jesus. Man, that's the purpose of of the Holy Spirit. That's the purpose of the spiritual gifts. That's the purpose of why we function or why we cultivate a relationship with the Holy Spirit so that people will see Jesus. May that be the greatest motivation of our lives. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been helpful, insightful, and encouraging. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. The best address is Ortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, please remember to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. You can find us on any of the podcast apps that are out there. When you are subscribed, it guarantees you never miss an episode because every time we upload an episode, it gets delivered directly to your device. Head on over to whatever app and hit that subscribe button. I'm Kenny Ortiz and this has been Theology for the rest of us.